right, we're live. What's up, everybody? What's up, Dean? How are you? Hey, mate. Uh, it's nearly Christmas. Man, this year has gone by so fast. It sure has. The older you get, the faster they go. I know, right? You know what? I, th- I think this is, I would have to look specifically, but I think we're like hovering out around the one-year anniversary of this podcast. Oh, wow. Very At cool. least when we recorded the first episode. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's so fast, too. I know, right? It's crazy. Um, Snowing, getting ready for uh, ski season out there. Yep. More snow. Having a good year so far. I haven't got yeah. out yet, but I'll try and get out tomorrow afternoon. So yeah. There we go. Nice. Um, okay, so let's just jump right into this because there's a lot of stuff I want to run by you, a lot of thoughts. Um, first, I just read this on Twitter uh, that I guess as of today, Amazon has launched a TikTok-style feed in its app letting customers buy products from a customized feed of photos and videos. I mean, which sounds pretty crazy. Here's like an apparent uh, screenshot of it. Um, right. So like, that's more, pretty... more stuff I don't need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what do they, what's, I guess what the play there is, is they're going to try and get merchants to start using. Creating well, the pay, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. an advertising platform play, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pay to get in the feed and, Mm-hmm. there'll be algorithms involved <laughs> all kinds of spooky we're n- stuff we're never going to be able to get away from it are we it is just nope. it's we are just we are in short form video hell <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> in every sense of the word thanks to tiktok you know what's funny is there are now these i've obviously because of what i do right all basically every single like creator video editing i just get bombarded with stuff yeah and there's these new programs coming out that are launching that are basically like AI video editors. So yep. we could record this, we could upload it to YouTube, we could drop the YouTube link into this AI clip generator, and it would generate 25 clips under a minute, you know, four to eight minute clips to put on YouTube. And then, mm-hmm. and I've, I've like played around with some of them. They're still really buggy. Yeah. So it almost takes, you know, having nice. to correct you spend as much time correcting it on the back end as you do, you know, yeah. but yeah, we're, we're in the, we're in, we're in the, ne- the Netscape era of AI right now. Yes. Yes. So, Which of course, have you, have you played with this GPT chat? Obviously some open AI. I did, right? Also, I, I got an account, a five day free trial with Jasper. I've been, I just did too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, but just back on the short form video, do you, do you subscribe to YouTube? Like are you a subscriber? to get rid of so what i don't like is when like the, my subscribers put up like 30 second shorts it loads them into the subscription feed mm-hmm. and it's kind of a pain because i gotta scroll down and find all the stuff i like yes i don't really want to go to my subscription and watch shorts i want to watch you know sam the cooking guy or yes. i want to watch gordon ramsay mm-hmm. and now i gotta you know go through all these through shorts. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I've noticed too. It's I'm I, so I subscribe. I, I mean, I would say ninety percent of my entertainment comes from YouTube. Honestly, oh yeah, like YouTube I, and YouTube TV are the two greatest. Pretty much things. all I watch. Yeah. And it used to be you would log in and just the latest video from the channels you subscribe to would be at the top. Yeah. And now it's just all stuff you might like based upon what you're subscribed to, which is yeah. fine. But yeah, it's like I can't even I can't even pay for a subscription to just be able to log on and see what I want without right. having everything be recommended to me, you know? Yeah. Hey, so, um, you, you want to know something funny about YouTube TV? Mm-hmm. I'm at Thanksgiving at my brother-in-law's house and he's, 
something's wrong with his direct TV. I'm like, mate, you can subscribe to YouTube TV and you literally log in to every device on the planet and watch your TV shows. He's like, what? Mm-hmm. He literally, and I showed him mine on my phone. So he's like, there's the golf, there's the stuff. And oh, if you click this, it remembers it forever and it's unlimited storage. And it's just like, and he's like, signs up on the spot, mm-hmm. puts it on the, uh, gets the app, puts it on the TV and literally called direct TV and yep. canceled. <laughs> Took about eight minutes. So basically, he immediately signs up for YouTube TV and now has no reason to have DirecTV. And he canceled. No, he called. He, we're at like. He canceled it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're setting up for Thanksgiving because he, what was he trying to put on? Something. And yeah, he, he literally signed up and canceled within 10 minutes. It was great. I mean, it's now I have, I, I do Fubo TV, which is predominantly sports. Mm-hmm. And I do that during the NFL season. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I pa- I can pause it. I can go in there on yeah. my settings, pause it for eight months until it's time to come back around to it. Yep. And it's, you can just customize what you want yeah. when you want. Like I, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Okay. So did you play with, have you played with Jasper much? Uh, I played with it for about like an hour. Okay. And I did a, I'll send you my login. I got a paid account because mm-hmm. it's like for YouTube titles and got it. like, I'm, I'm doing a lot of like, we're building a lot of like decks and website copy and all, all right. this stuff right now. So I'm like, and do you I just put trying... in a sentence and, and do it that way for like a, for titles? You could do that. You could do, you can, you can write in like a list of things and it will turn it into a paragraph. You can type the tone that you wanted to write in. Interesting. Um, so I've just started playing around with it with like, yeah, like YouTube titles and podcast episode titles and stuff cool. like that. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. Actually, and like I said, we're at the very entry point to this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think like, the the sentences and words and blogs is is makes sense. So you just load up, you know, millions of tons of copy, right? Mm-hmm. And away the video and the ones that do art, you know, that it's super yep. early. But it's kind of scary too because you could load in like the corner of a Van Gogh painting, probably, yep. right? And say paint this, and it's like, yep. it's gonna be uh, yeah. it's it's there's gonna be bad uses of all this stuff. Like there is I, good and I bad know. today. Well, I was looking, okay, so here was an interesting thought that I had. So um, I saw that this guy on Twitter had typed in, had kind of been doing a chat with this chat bot and then said, give me the top 10 SEO blog titles for e-commerce marketing. And so it spit out 10 of what it would estimate to be the best 10 SEO blog titles for marketing. Right. He then took each one of those titles and had the chat bot write a 500 word blog post on that seo title Tripping. and then he wrote a line of co- line of code that connected that to a wordpress site and within 15 seconds it had pulled that file pulled a open source image to be the blog header and basically put in a blog and all he did was hit publish and i was like man you know you have all these companies spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to create content to get to the top of an seo funnel right and like it you know, there's just all this conversation about do, do people's jobs start to to go away because of this? Obviously, it's not going to happen right now, right? Yeah. But but I was looking at this, going, man, this guy just this guy just po- wrote ten blog posts in I don't know eight minutes total. Yeah, with a few clicks, incredible. With a few clicks, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and like the misinformation thing that we are ha- we have today, and like, is it just going to make it worse? And no one's going to know what to believe, like. You barely know what to believe on the internet now. 
right? Mm-hmm. And then, like Elon, by the way, like Twitter files going oh bizarre. My, oh my god, I know. I we didn't even talk about that. I Maybe love that, it. Yeah. Um, and I love how Jack Dorsey's like, yeah, yeah, re- like, like release it all. I'm like, dude, you had the company for 15 years, idiot. Exactly. The, well, that just shows Elon's genius, right? Like he he is going to release all of this on his own platform. Yep. <laughs> you know, a, a lot of the journalists were like, "This should have been a, this should have been an article in a new in a wherever." And it's like, no, I'm in the New York Times. It. I'm going to drop. Yeah, who's on? Who I guess is on strike today. Yeah, yeah, I way. saw that. Um, they might not have yeah. a job when they get back. I know. Yeah, it, it, the the this this OpenAI chatbot thing is pretty pretty wild jake and i were playing around with um a couple days ago because we're both teaching the next two weekends so we've been working on right. a sermon together and uh did you did you put scriptures we, in and see if it wrote a sermon yes yes we were like i mean we did it like what's the difference between calvinism and armenian and like, <laughs> we were asking like why should what you know what what does the bible say about tithing and it will literally spit out wow i love it a whole it's, it's pretty crazy yeah. So we were like, we need to do one Sunday this uh, this year. Next year, we need to do an a, just an AI created Some. sermon, or we need to create. This is a this is a cool idea. We need to create a. In fact, I text Barn about this. Just like, how much would this cost? A platform where you can feed your sermon into it, and it will flag it for any like theological inconsistencies. <laughs> we get the boys at Theos U to to have the. Yes. Uh, or you're like, depending on what your theology, theology is, right? You yes, you click the Calvinist, bam, <laughs> cessationist, bam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have my, I have this product that I we don't talk about a lot. It's it's thousands of people on it now, but it's called at sermon.ly where you get it's just a sermon yeah. writing tool. Mm-hmm. And um, I had we haven't really touched it. It was kind of a pet project of mine a couple of years ago, and it just kind of lives and breathes, and thousands That's of sermons being created on it. One day I'm gonna. Like with people's permission, just um, like click here to share your sermons with the community. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the idea in the first place, you know. I mean, like, yeah. Instead of running your sermon on like Word or whatever, mm-hmm. um, Google Docs, you, you write, write it, it in inside here. of Sermonly, and then uh, uh, eventually you and it has all, all the stuff you need in there, like access to the Bible, everything. But you literally click and you share your sermons in a folder. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll get that. Yes, Maybe right. I need an AI feature in there next. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so I have a business idea that I want to pitch to you, Uh-oh. and and this is not this isn't theoretical. Oh, this is like I really actually really I really want to do this. Okay, okay. okay. So it's not an original idea per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this podcast I listen to called My First Million, mm-hmm. um, which is the guy that started the hustle yep. and another guy, and it's great. They just it's a fun podcast um, and I listen to probably one out of every four or five episodes. And oftentimes they'll just run through different business ideas. Right. So they kind of threw out this idea uh, randomly in an episode, just touched on it for a second and I've been thinking about it more. So let me get there, but I want to give you the problem first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have a business in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, we don't have an office. So every time we record our podcasts, right. Mm-hmm. It's in LA. It's not like we live live in big houses and have extra rooms. It's like we're always. I mean, I'm basically squatting and recording, basically three podcasts wherever I can. Right, like right. it's a desk, a computer. Right. right? Well, I don't want to rent a necessarily. I don't want to rent a podcast studio. There's there's like probably thirty studios around LA that I right. could just go and for 150 to 250 bucks or 50 bucks an hour right. record a podcast. So 
here was this idea that they had that I actually am going, man, this may be really sick. So I want to buy an old RV. Oh, yeah. Here we go. For like 45 or 55 grand, right? It doesn't have to be nice. It doesn't have to be super Yeah, got to spend amazing. that much for an old RV. Well, it's all about the size. Right. You got to have the right size for it to all work properly. Got but it. basically, you want to do that. I want to I want to spend like 10 grand to like deck it out. Right. With all the equipment. Yeah. And I want to do a mobile podcasting studio. Huh. And I want to basically, I want to use it for our stuff. Right. But then what I want to do is I literally want to park it in West Hollywood and or Hollywood. Mobile podcast studio. Mobile podcast studio. I want to hit up. With text. I want to legitimately. And we have like basically three different packages. We have an audio only package that comes with an engineer. Maybe that's a hundred bucks an hour. Right. We have three cameras. We have it fully set up. Yep. And then on the back end of it, you say, hey, you can rent this, but right. for an extra X amount, we will do all the post-production on the episode for you. Wow. So think about all the creators yeah. and people where it's just like, hey, we're going to bring you the RV. We're going to yep. drop it in your driveway. We're going to create the perfect environment for you to record. Okay. Um, you would just need one person to operate it. Like I wouldn't operate it. We'd find basically one person right. to basically run it. Right. Um, I think it could do... I, I bet it could do a million a year in revenue. Okay. Let's do, the, let's do the economics. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, okay. There's 168 hours in a week. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's say, okay. let's say for on the high end, it operated 24 hours a day. Given that LA is literally people are awake 24 hours a day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you said 100 an hour? Mm -hmm. at, at, at our, maybe our base price. So mid-range would be like if you just did audio, then there's audio video, and then there's you produce it. Let's let's say you're yeah, we could two hundred bucks. Yeah, two hundred bucks an hour. Right. So one sixty-eight times two hundred is oh, I did that wrong. One sixty-eight times two hundred is thirty-three thousand a week. Mm -hmm. Times fifty-two equals one point seven. Four seven million in revenue per year. If you did it twenty four seven three sixty, okay. Mm -hmm. So let's cut that in half because you're not going to do that. Yep. Especially right. when you start. So right. divide that by two equals eight hundred and seventy three thousand in revenue. Mm -hmm. Sounds like For a deal to me, right? That's not a bad idea. Let's go. I mean, I think it's kind of a good idea. It's a great. And idea. then we could, and then we could use it. Yeah, you could cool. rent it out for people who wanted to. Dude, you could do uh, celebrity want like yes, like literally, you could go to like anyone's home, yes, and pull it in their driveway. And you, I think we could charge. I'm yes. saying we now. I think I think I'm yeah. in this. <laughs> um, I think we could charge. You could charge more. Five hundred an hour. Think about think about if you go to um, you do a list. You make a list of every B two B podcast that is produced in Los Angeles, right? And you reach out to them and say, hey. We will literally show up at your office yeah. for an hour a week. Right. We will have this set up for you to record. You can record. You can literally leave your office, walk down into the RV, record, walk back up into your office, and 24 hours later, you will have a fully edited, ready to go episode done. So let's if we let's see if we just did it like 12 hours a day, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and um, which is 84 hours times seven. No. Yeah, 84 hours. Let's write that. Um, 
84 hours a week. Let's say we got 40 weeks a year. Let's say we did 50 weeks a year mm-hmm. times 50. Dude, this was getting serious. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad, it's, it's like even, I mean, at, even at 500 bucks an hour, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's too many in the bucks mm-hmm. for I know. 12 hours a day. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a bad idea, huh? No, it's a great idea. Like, All right. I'll start, I'll start finding some, I'll start finding some, some, de- some, I'll start really looking into, I hit up my friend who's in the RV space mm-hmm. and he sent me a website and said, this is the site you'd buy it from. Obviously the big issue right now is the market for them is really high. So yeah, you're going to pay more right. than you would normally for one of these things. Right. Right. Um, and all right, I'm going to, I'm going to find, I'm, I'm, I'm we have do someone that. to deck out the, like, would you do the padding the and the audio? Visual? Yeah, we would, we, got we would do the whole that? thing. We already have, well, we honestly already have, I would say the equipment. 65, 70% of the gear we would need. Right. And we would just have to find a person to kind of operate it, so to speak. All right. We're going to, we're going to move this thing down the field. We're going to, hey, let's do this. Let's put a business plan together and talk Mm -hmm. about that next episode. And like, like, so here was an idea. We just kind of Mm -hmm. spun it up. We did some unit economics. Let's put a little one page together. Yep. And like, and then we'll talk about that next. next See if it makes sense. All right. Cool. I love it. Um, cool. So I found this new podcast called Founders. Have you listened to this podcast? I know about it, but I have not. It's really good. It's it's um, <laughs> it's it's super educational. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily like you got to be really focused to listen to it. I think right. to really get. But it, it's basically this guy, and he just reads most of the episodes. Is he reads a biography about a very successful business person, mm-hmm. and he just shares. He reads excerpts from it. Cool. He shares lessons from it. He's got like Henry Ford, Rockefeller, Warren Buffett, Bloomberg, Larry Ellison. I mean, he goes, he'll do that, and then every once in a while, he'll do an episode on Kobe Bryant, you know, or it's a bit Jordan like um, or whatever. The that this other these other guys I listen to um, acquired. Mm-hmm. They're long form. Yep, and they're super awesome. similar to that. And like they do, they'll do like companies and founders, and you know, same. But they're like two, three, four hours. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really I mean it's it's a great listen. We'll drop a link to it in the show notes. Cool. Um there was man, there was one I listened to the other day about kind of the, one of the first big players in the cable the uh cable television game and it's just a fa- like a fascinating Love it. And the way he tells the story is good. It's not boring. Right. Which that's really that's really hard to do to say. That's, I just read this key. book. Um, How long are they? Are they but, like an hour or Yeah, they're anywhere from like an hour to an hour and a half yeah, for the most nice. part. And and he'll do multiple, you know, three of them on Warren Buffett or yeah. you know, whatever. Very um cool. And and his Twitter account's good because he mainly just tweets quotes from these books that he reads. So it's it's always cool. He he tweeted one the other day from Paul Graham um, uh, to founders and where he simply just says, be hard to kill. The way to make a startup recession proof is to do exactly what you should do anyway. Run it as cheaply as possible. What's his Twitter uh, handle? It's just at founders podcast. His name's David Senra, but his handle is at founders podcast. And he oh, says- yeah, it's really good. The, the, he says, you know, the immediate cause of death in a startup is always running out of money. So the cheaper your company is to operate, the harder it is to kill, which we we obviously have talked about a, a lot. Um, anyways, it's a really good, really good podcast. Okay, so one thing that um, I forget where it was I came across this guy, but he started this company called MicroAcquire. Have you heard of this? Have you heard of MicroAcquire? I have. Um, so... There's a few different guys that I follow on Twitter who are entrepreneurs, but their big thing is buying existing businesses. And that's something that we haven't talked a ton about on this podcast. Yep. But 
for a founder, for an entrepreneur who maybe uh, wants to think about going about something in a different way, mm -hmm. the truth is there are a lot of really good businesses that either are on the market or are not even on the market that if one had the right amount of hustle could find, right, come up with the capital, not even necessarily out of their own pocket, right? Depends on um, depends on the kind of business and, and, and free cash flow, right? Like and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so this company is really cool. It's called Microacquire, um, and it's essentially a marketplace where you can go and you can either be a seller or a buyer. And it's basically it's a no hassle place to buy and sell businesses, and they do everything from like agencies. Like I was looking through, there's there's creative agencies that are doing you know eight hundred grand a year in revenue that are trying to sell for a million. Um, there's SaaS companies. Um, have you ever like thought about, I mean, I know that you've acquired companies via Tithely, but mm -hmm. um, what would you say as this being like a pathway into entrepreneurship for some people? So the, the upside is established business, established customers, established revenue. So it's a fast track than doing the other thing of going doing it yourself and building that up. So that's the upside. I'd say the downside is you you let's say you're trying to buy a business with a million in revenue mm -hmm. um, and you build that from scratch. The upside of that is you know every nook and cranny of your business because you literally walk the maze and pathway to get to a million in revenue. Mm -hmm. If I buy a million in revenue, I don't know, let's say it's software, let's say it's services, let's say it's whatever. I don't know where the skeletons are. Right. Like, so if you're buying software, like you can be a hotshot, but you don't really know the code base, like the back of your hand because you didn't build it. Right. Um, so I would say upside is it's your fast track. The other thing I'd say is it should be something that you have a lot of knowledge about. Like mm -hmm. don't go buy a cleaning business if you've never been in the cleaning business, <laughs> right? Like, oh, I'm just like, may maybe there's principles that you could apply to any business and it's going to work at least, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I you know, I yeah, because I guess the whole idea is not that you can theory. just buy it. Yeah, it's, it, I guess the whole idea of this is it's you're not just doing it because you can buy it and operate it as is. You're essentially seeing value in it that is not currently being seen. Right, the five not currently right? being. Yeah, exactly. So you you have to at least have a certain idea of hey, this is why I think this is undervalued, and this is if I do acquire this, I can do these five things to mm -hmm. um, really, yeah, like you said, five x the revenue. Yeah, um, and I wouldn't think, oh, I'm just going to buy a lifestyle business and milk the cash, right? I, right. I just, I just think these things typically require a lot of hands-on, especially if they're small businesses, and and you know if it's going to be owner-operated, you better be prepared to be an owner-operator and go and work to extract more value out of the you know the buying of the business. And look, it's done all the time, and some people just build businesses through a year to sell them too, you know. Right. So right, it's uh. But it's it's definitely um, you better have a good lawyer, mm -hmm. right? And you better have a good accountant, and you better have mm -hmm. uh, you know someone who knows if it's software related to to go in there and have a really good look at the under the hood of the code base. Yeah. Um, when you guys have acquired companies before, what have been the strategic thought behind it? And I'm sure there's different. Let's let's talk about maybe not a massive one, but maybe like mm -hmm. a smaller one, mm -hmm. like one that was like, you know, we could probably build this ourselves or we could launch this product or service ourselves. But like mm -hmm. there are these people that are just doing it really well already. Let's just 
bring yeah. it to the fold. You know what you buy mostly is the talent. So there's a term called aqua hire. So you're literally buying something from someone who's built something that might have not a lot of revenue, but you want them. And you want the thing that they build and you want them in your organization to give them the resources to expand what they couldn't do on their own, but with you know resources of something bigger could really take it to the next level. We've done a few of those and those are great. And those, those are, you know, relatively inexpensive great for the founder great for the aqua hire person because they get to come into the big tent they've got all these resources and 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 and, um capital to be able to put into it and you know and and usually there's a synergy with the person when they were partnered before and we've done stuff together and 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 it's like hey why don't we just join forces and you know and you, you buy them you know out what they built and they and they come along those are the ones that I like. And, and then there's, you know, bigger acquisitions where you're trying to fill a product hole that you don't want to build. And sometimes you're just buying to acquire customers of a certain products. So you can sell your products to them, right? And that product you bought to your customers. So, you know, that, that's kind of the main dy- dynamics around our kind of acquisition strategies. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the... The overall, I think, consensus is is like if you're a business that is buying either, yeah, talent or a product or a business to enhance what you're already doing, first of all, that takes time and diligence. And then if you're an individual trying to do it, it it's an extra amount of time and diligence. And so a site, a site like this, I don't know, it's almost like you got to really know what you're doing and have done it before, yeah. know what to look for. Right to kind of go to something like this and be like, oh, I can make an offer and buy a business in 30 days, you know, <laughs> like, which is <laughs> kind of what they say. It's yeah, it's like yeah, it's like you know, it, it's it's anonymous. Uh, it, yeah, it's just kind of a yeah. I think you really have to know what you're doing. Hundred percent. Yeah, you know, it's not. Look, running a business is hard, you know, and no one. I'm I'm kind of helping out some a young guy at the moment, and man, you know calls me with these five problems and I go, these are the same five problems every entrepreneur has in the first year. So, um, you know, let's, let's talk about them and, and, and here's my thoughts around that. Right. And so, uh, it's always starting a business is always harder than you think. So it's going to cost more than you think it's going to take longer more than you think getting your first hundred or thousand customers will probably take longer than you think. And you just got to go in you know, with this 60, 70, 80 hour a week mentality that you're going to crack it mm-hmm. until you climb that first mountain into, you know, covering your costs, which is the first hill to climb, right? Covering your own wages, covering your, you know, maybe a, another employee covering the cost of goods, right? And that you need to build or, or do whatever you're doing. That's your first mountain. And once you crack that, you're off to the races. Awesome. I love it. Anything else? Anything you've been watching, reading? thinking about uh i've just been working a lot <laughs> i hear um, you it's i hear you yeah i i did um it's been a really busy six months and you know i'm looking forward to the end of the year thanksgiving break was good um i i did go on a boys golf trip for nice. the first time oh that's right yeah how was years. that it was awesome man i shot 80 yeah. in the rain did you really yeah yeah i shot 86 wow. the next day but i shot the 80 in the, that's the one i remember how was the tiger did you play tigers par three well, yeah, we did. Yeah, it was really. Was that fun? fun. Oh, yeah. You, you it's, only need... it's super short, right? Like, oh, I took a pitching wedge at 56 and a 52. I didn't need the pitching wedge. Like, okay. I, sh- I should have taken 
60, you know, 56 and 52 degrees, which is that were my wedge degrees. I just, those are mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's some holes like 35, 40 yards. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, but, it's fun though. I've seen like a bunch fun. of YouTube stuff on it. It's like, yeah, it seems like it's a really fun. Yeah. It's real good. And yeah. my spyglass was beautiful. And, uh, but man, Pebbles, like the mecca of golf, in my opinion, like, yeah, I've been around the world. I've seen a lot of golf courses, you know, St. Andrews and Valley Bunyan and like, they're awesome. But, uh, something, something special about Pebble Beach. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. That's so, fun, man. That's but yeah, I'm, I'm man, looking forward to a little break, at, you know, break. Up for Christmas. Yeah. And yeah, how much time do you guys take off as a company? What's the I mean, I guess the thing is it's such a busy part of the year for you guys also, like, right? Like dude, December giving is like monstrous and um the last week of the year is mm-hmm. monstrous. The last day of the year, believe it or not, is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but that's all the tech takes care of it. Always keep an eye on things and I'm not doing anything right. to, you know, make sure that works. But um, you know, it well, Christmas New Year, we'll take off and you know, just kind of have a little break, hang, hang with the fan. And, uh, and then I'm going down to, uh, to Australia in January. Oh, cool. Just was like six, seven days. Cool. See the family. See my mom, dad, some work. and the, there's a, our biggest customer planet shakers is, is, um, I'm talking about at their conference. There oh, cool. A few minutes. So that'll be okay. good. Yeah. And you're at the leaders conference coming up in just a few, oh, just yeah, a few months. The website's, the website's live now. It's, oh, wow. it's happening, man. It's going to be fun. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, that is going to be. Yeah, I think um, I think Nate's going to interview me, and yep. and talk about generosity and technology or, or yep. whatever comes into that brain of his. Yep, it's going to be. Yep, cool. we're going to do we're going to do that. We're going to do a live Theoshu memes podcast uh, recording there, and I think we're going to set up a mobile podcast stu- like a podcast studio so that they do. The, the whole thing is at a, a church, but then they do have a thing called the clubhouse and they just rent this massive house in Palm Springs and everyone on the conference goes back to it after. So it just hangs and chills. Yeah. Um, and like that, that should have had a guy there giving tattoos, you know? <laughs> um, so we're going to set up, we're going to set up like a, a mobile podcasting booth. We could have and the, gonna have, and we're going to have people. I, it, exactly. And we're going to have people pitch us ideas for shows that they want Bass and Theos to like help them produce. So it's going to be fun. That's going to be, be a good cool. time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Well, uh, okay. So next week we're going to talk more about this idea yep. and uh, try and poke some holes in it and see if, if maybe it could actually work. Sounds good. Awesome. All, All right, right cool. man. All right, man. Talk to you Head soon. Up. See you, everyone. Bye.